0: Welcome to the ex-good girl podcast. What is an ex-good girl? Someone who has decided to stop making other people comfortable at her own expense, to stop abandoning what she wants for her life out of fear of what other people will think, and to stop pretending that everything is fine when it's not. If you're a woman who feels exhausted by constant people-pleasing and perfectionism, and you're ready to stop, but you just don't know how, you're in the right place. I'm Sarah Bybee-Fisk, the Stop People-Pleasing Coach, and I will teach you what you need to know to get out of that constant cycle of doubt, guilt, and resentment, and into a life that feels powerful and free. Enjoy the episode. You are listening to the X Good Girl Podcast, episode five. I really think that there is something we can learn from Goldilocks, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. Let's zoom out for some context first, because anytime something is happening in our lives, there's always a hidden context, a hidden uh, hidden circumstances, hidden ways of being that we have been uh, provided throughout our lives, especially if you grew up in a Western patriarchal capitalist society, like I did, and and many of you did as well. So patriarchy has always told women that there is a right way to be. Funny enough, none of us ever, well, very few of us, I actually don't know anyone who thinks, you know what, I am exactly the right way a woman should be. I don't know anyone who thinks that, because we're always told that on one side of the spectrum, we're too much, too emotional, too driven too sexy, too demanding, too nice, too kind, too undisciplined, um, too dumb, right? And on the other side is the not enough part of the scale where we are cold, we're lazy, we're sexually unavailable, we are not nice enough, we are um, not smart enough. And there's just this constant in every woman's life that I have ever met and spoken to, this constant trying to exist in that very small space between too much and not enough. So that's the kind of the context in which we're gonna be talking um, today. And the reason that it matters is because in order for us to ever get to a place where we have Uh, balance or where we feel like we are exactly as we should and ought to be, we have to A, recognize the context, and then B, have some skills. So that's what we're going to be talking about specifically. One of the problems with this kind of too much, not enough um, scale that we're handed by patriarchy is that it's always people outside of us who are the arbiters of whether or not we are too much or not enough it's always someone else's opinion that helps us know am i being too much is this not enough should i do more is this overdoing it and so women also are plugged in if you can imagine that in all of us there's like a plug right and we're plugged in to outside sources what our mom thinks, what our boss thinks, what our book club thinks, what our husband or partner or girlfriend or, or our dog groomer thinks. I'm laughing just because I took my dog to the groomer and I'm like, oh my gosh, she's going to think that I didn't take good enough care of our dog because she had some matted hair in places. And I'm like, oh, she's going to think. So it it really, it's, it's everywhere. We're just really programmed to be hyper vigilant about the opinions of other people and it has the effect on us of of constantly making us sensitive and vigilant about what other people think i actually think that is by design because if we can't if we're constantly using all of our time energy and effort to be vigilant outside of us we have very little time left over to actually create Powerful, meaningful, um, legendary lives for ourselves. So, what usually happens is that when people start to learn more and more about their own people pleasing and the effect that it has, their perfectionating and the effect and the effect that it has, I teach them two really important things. Number one, everyone people pleases and perfectionates. It is not bad or wrong. It is part of how we survive in this world. It's how we get our needs met. And as we grow and develop, it is actually part of mutually fulfilling, reciprocal, responsive relationships. I want to be in a relationship with somebody who pleases me sometimes. I want to please my children, my husband. Sometimes, even the dog groomer, right? I want to have the experience of that satisfying intimacy that comes when I know you are worried about me and I'm worried about you, and that I respond to you and your needs, and you respond to me and my needs. That's part of the joy of human relationships. So, people pleasing is not bad or wrong. That's the first thing. The second thing is that most of us women have erred on the side of too much people-pleasing, too much perfectionating, too much prioritizing the needs and wants of other people over our own, because that's what we were taught to do. You have been out of balance for so long. So at first, it is going to feel wildly uncomfortable to move in the other direction, which is taking up space, setting and holding a boundary, making your preferences known, putting your needs ahead of other people, it's going to feel wildly uncomfortable for most of us because of the way we have lived out of balance for so long. So if we imagine the scale of people pleasing on one side and selfishness on the other, most of us, in fact, it is an insult of the highest order to call a woman selfish. Most of us try everything possible to avoid that. But it's going to feel like any movement toward that other side of the scale is selfish. And that's where Goldilocks comes in. Because it's learning to navigate when we people please and perfectionate, and how much to do, that is the work. So why don't you imagine Goldilocks, she walks in the house, she's like, whew, I'm tired. I totally need a nap. And she goes about trying the beds. She's laying on one, then the other, Maybe she goes back to one of the old ones and she's like, wait, was this right? No. Then she tries another one again. Still not quite right. Maybe she takes a break, sits in a chair for a little bit. We always imagine Goldilocks in the home alone, but I really went through the exercise of picturing her. It was hilarious and also really instructive because with no one watching her, she seemed to believe that just right exists and I deserve it because she goes through and sleeps in each of the beds and sits on all of the chairs. I can't remember right now. Is it beds or chairs? doesn't matter. She takes up space. She gives herself plenty of time. And I'm just going to say, there doesn't seem to be a lot of self-judgment about this bed is too hard. I don't like it. This bed is too soft. It's not what I prefer. I prefer something else. And all of the time and effort that it took for her to get to just right. So, what I want to focus on for purposes, for our purposes today, is that time before she got to just right. Because so many of us, when we are swinging back and forth between people pleasing and selfishness, we are trying to find just right. We're noticing, oh my gosh, I'm totally overcommitted. I've said yes to things I don't want to say yes to. This is going to take a lot of time and energy and effort. We notice when we're there. And then we notice when I said, no, this feels selfish. I made my own preferences, the most important preferences in the room. I'm really uncomfortable with that. There are wide swings in the pendulum. If it's between people pleasing and selfishness, if it's between too much and not enough, sometimes it's between obeying social norms and rebelling against social norms or having a very controlled, curated existence, and being out of control, right? Those are just a lot of different ways to name both parts of the pendulum that we're swinging back and forth. But here's what I want to tell you. Of course, you are swinging back and forth. You are learning a new way of being. You are learning that I don't have to continue to go on the same way I don't have to live my life exclusively on the people-pleasing side of the pendulum, there's another side for me. The goal is not, I don't think the goal is, and you know, if you want to disagree with me, fine. I just don't know anyone who doesn't have some swings back and forth from too much to not enough. Because remember, we all want some people-pleasing to be a part of our healthy, responsive, reciprocal relationships. I don't know anyone who doesn't have some swinging back and forth where they don't have to apologize for something that hurt their partner, children, dog groomer, whatever. I don't know anyone who finds perfect balance is what I'm trying to say. So the question then becomes, How do we navigate the swinging back and forth so that it benefits us? And I have a couple really important things to add to that conversation that I hope will help you. Number one, the first thing I want you to just remember my best friend, Andrea, who is a therapist, she says, The opposite of crazy is also crazy. So here's how that applies. If you have 100% people-pleasing on one side, that's crazy. If you have 100% selfishness on the other side, that is also crazy. So no matter what, we want to avoid the extremes. We want to try to come back to something in the middle where the swings are not not quite as wide. We do that by defining what are my values what's important to me? How do I want to show up in the world? What is important for me in the way I want to live my life? That's really, really important. I've mentioned having responsive, reciprocal relationships, and that's actually a value of mine. Uh, it might not be a value for everyone listening, and it doesn't have to be. I, I do think that that is where a lot of our thriving and growing happens as humans. And so I am pro, (laughs) responsible, not responsible. Well, yeah, responsible too. But responsive, reciprocal relationships. I feel like they're really important. And so when I have my own values clear, I am a person who wants to be loving, to be responsive. That's That's important to me. So I don't want to be on the crazy side of people-pleasing. I also don't want to be on the crazy side of selfishness. When I feel that happening, I need to unplug from outside opinions. So number one, I need to know what my own values are. Number two, I need to unplug from those outside arbiters of too much and too little. I need to unplug from what? patriarchy and society and my parents and my religion and my dog groomer tells me I should be I need to see it I need to imagine taking my plug out of that socket saying no thank you I am not going to do that and to plug in on purpose to me that's step number three and here's how I do that I take who. A big deep breath. I take another big deep breath and I put my hand for me, it's on my chest. That's what feels most loving and comforting to me. Other people might be their midsection or their gut or their face or around their neck, but I plug into my own body with my hand on my heart and I take some more deep breaths, and then I ask myself, okay, remember those values? What are they? What do you want here? What is important for you? How can I honor multiple things at once? How can I honor my desire to be responsive and reciprocal and loving in my relationships and my own needs and wants? What is the most loving thing that I could do for everyone, including me? Those are some of my favorite questions to ask myself as I come back to me, as I unplug from those outside arbiters and plug into me. Then the last thing that I do is I take into consideration the people with whom I have or that I am building those responsive, reciprocal relationships. Now, remember, responsive means I respond to you and to your needs and wants, and reciprocal means you also respond to mine. So let me give you a story about how this recently played out. I made some decisions over the holidays that I believed were in my best interest. Um, it was uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable to, to do that, and I made my wishes known to a family member, and this family member disagreed and said to me i think you're taking this stop people pleasing thing too far so they showed me their definition of my too much or too little right and they said you're not you're not people pleasing enough okay The first thing that I did was just recognize that they are allowed to have whatever opinion they want. And the opinion that they have is for reasons that they think are good. So I'm not in charge of changing their opinion. I'm not in charge of how they feel about this. So I took some deep breaths. I came back to myself. I love this person. I am building, and and I believe I have, and I'm continuing to build on a responsive, reciprocal relationship with this person. So with my hand on my own chest, my body, I asked myself, what do I want here? And the answer was, I want to be heard. I want to be heard. I want to be understood. And I want what I want here to matter. And so I was able to go back to this person and say, can we have a conversation about this? In conversation, that was part of the reciprocal responsive thing that is important to me in relationships. I listened, this person expressed their feelings and concerns, and I decided that the original decision that I had made was not one that I wanted to enforce anymore for reasons that I liked and that were more clear to me. And so I made a change. The point is not to beat myself up. And actually that's that's the most important step number four. Once you have unplugged from the outside, you have returned to yourself you have taken into consideration the people that you want to have these responsive reciprocal relationships with. Step number four is to be relentlessly loving and kind and good and generous and gracious with yourself. I did not beat myself up for one second about the original decision that I made or about the way I chose to change my decision. I did not for one second doubt or second guess my my desire to be loving i did not shit all over myself for any part of what happened and that included having the conversation in a way that was was helpful for me even though it didn't turn out exactly the way i was hoping it would When you are relentlessly loving and kind, you can make any decision you want because it's going to be okay and you're not going to beat yourself up for it. That's actually one of the things that stops us from navigating the swing from too much people pleasing to not enough is that we know if I make a decision and if I tell myself that it was selfish, I am going to beat the crap out of myself. I'm going to be so mean to myself. And so that's why it is essential to be relentlessly loving and kind to yourself, to refuse to beat yourself up, to have your own back, because then you can change your mind. You can adjust that pendulum from the wider swings to a swing that is less wide all While being very, very good and kind to yourself with no judgment and criticism. I know that we often imagine, I mean, I don't think anybody was watching Goldilocks as she was like laying on all the beds and stuff, you know. But sometimes for some of us, that's the part that is so uncomfortable we think things like oh other people think i'm wasting their time they think i'm nuts they think i'm never satisfied they think i'm i'm you know so picky who cares you are the one that has to live with yourself you are the one and the only one who can really create that life that is satisfying to you it's going to look different for everyone but i know for sure that learning to navigate the pendulum swinging from people pleasing to selfishness is part of that and for so many of us we are in that goldilocks zone of too much not enough too much not enough and our work is to recognize it to unplug from outside opinions to plug back into ourselves, to invest in the relationships that really mean something to us and to be relentlessly loving and kind to ourselves as we do that. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Hey, thanks for listening. If this podcast has been helpful to you, I would really appreciate it if you would give me a five-star rating in whatever Platform you listen to your podcast. And if you go to my website, saraphisk.coach, you can sign up there to receive my emails. Right now, I'm taking private one to one clients who want my help speeding up this work in their own lives. I really hope to provide a lot of free information on my website and in my podcast for people to do this work on their own. But if you're interested in having a coach like me to help you, implement these things faster to find the blind spots and obstacles that you're not aware of, go to my website and sign up for a consult. That's a time when you and I can get on Zoom and talk about the particulars of your situation, and I can show you how I could be helpful. The second thing you can do on my website is sign up for a freebie that I have called Difficult Conversations. Having a conversation that seems like it's going to be hard or difficult is one of the things that people pleasers struggle with. And so I've created a whole guide for you to be able to do that with some more confidence. That will also get you signed up for information about my group program, Stop People Pleasing, which is coming again at the end of April, beginning of May. And it's a group coaching program where you join a community of women just like you who are struggling to overcome perfectionating and people-pleasing, and we do it together in a group. It's a really amazing opportunity to not just learn from your own experience, but just to see how similar you are to so many other women out there. The healing and the challenging and the laughing and the growth that happens in that beautiful community of women is really amazing. And if it's interesting to you, I would love for you to know about it. Thanks again for listening.